so Father, no, we just, to say. Okay, so Father, we just thank you for this time. Uh, Lord, we just bless you and we lift you up. We thank you for all these couples um, and friends and family that have joined us. Thank you, Lord, that uh, in this time of having to deal with extraordinary circumstances, Lord, that you are still on the throne. You are still God. You are still in our lives. And so, Father, uh, we come together to give each other care. We, give it, we come together, um, Father, to just connect in community. Father, because regardless of what's going on, you still want your people to connect in community. So we thank you. Um, we thank you, Lord, for the strength and the grace that you're giving us right now, even in this season. And Father, even in this season, there's opportunity. So Father, we just pray for wisdom. We pray for our minds to be clear and alert. We pray that the spirit of fear be banished now in the name of Jesus. And we pray, God, that we would have, because the word says we have the mind of Christ. And so that, Lord, that we would turn our minds to you, to your word, and to the opportunities. Lord, when all those around us are, are, are quivering in fear, Lord, we, the people of God, Father, will stand. And it's not because there's anything in us that makes us stand except for your Holy Spirit, but it's by God, you, that we stand. So we thank you. We thank you for these couples. We thank you for this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 <laughs> All right, guys. So hey, there's there's the puppy. No, now we wanted to say hi. Apparently, <laughs> he decided to sit on my chest. Awesome. So um, the reason that we have uh, sort of called this, first of all, is you know we don't need to go into all the stuff that's going on. I think by now we we have a good grasp, um, unless our heads have been in the sand somewhere about what's going on. Um, but we wanted to, to call this because um, so that we can continue our interaction with each other so that we can uh, love and care for each other um, and so that we can just have a place to be able to um, talk about what's going on in us and encourage each other um, in, in just what God would have us to be, how he would have us to be and to just give us a place to be able to just um, to, to share and be encouraged. So um, that's why we're doing what we're doing. So what we um, are gonna ask is for you to um, mute yourself if you're not speaking. And then when you get ready to share, unmute but be conscious if somebody else happens to also want to be speaking at the same time and just give each other that kind of grace um we don't want this to be um joe and leona talking heads um we we really want to engage you guys um although we do have scripture to share and a couple of other things that we might get talking about but um just wanted to call that out is everybody good with that? Thumbs up if you are. Yeah, I need to. I, Renee need to get here to mute this thing. It's okay. It's okay. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll understand. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. This is a, a first for many of us meeting in community by, um, by uh, uh, using online tools to meet in community. Um, and it's a stretch. It's a stretch, except if we happen to have been doing this, you know, already. Some people have meetings regularly. Um, but I think what we would like to do is kind of just do a check-in, first of all. And we will call on you. And, um, you know, in relational care, we talk about what our emotional slash relational needs are. Um, and whether or not you're really familiar with that or not, just... We just want to hear what you're feeling and not necessarily like right at this moment, but generally what have you been feeling um, in this past uh, week? Um, so give us two words um, and then we're just going to go around. So, um, yes. Okay, so. He can't so mute me, so he has to. So. <laughs> So anyway, uh, when we talk about check-in, uh, we'll kind of just give you a little bit of what we're talking about. So when we say check-in, what we're saying is 
give us one or two feeling words that you're feeling right now. So, you know, maybe I'm feeling anxious, maybe I'm feeling frustrated, whatever those feelings are that you're in touch with. So just give us one or two words, uh, feeling words, and then give us, if you're in touch with it, um, why it is what you're feeling, right? So I'm feeling frustrated because I'm in the house and I can't go out or, or whatever that may be. And then give us the intensity of the feeling. So on a scale of one to 10, um, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling frustrated because I'm in the house and the intensity of that feeling is an eight, okay? So, okay, everybody's waving, okay. Um, so, uh, so that's basically what we're saying. And so we're, uh, we want you to try to be as succinct as possible uh, because we want to give everybody a chance to share and um, then we'll, we'll just kind of let, let things roll from there, okay? So based on our screen here, the nickels would be the, will be the first couple. So would you guys love to share? You can go first because you're closest to Joe. Well, I'm just going in screen order. <laughs> I'm feeling unfocused. My normal is off kilter. Um, so trying to figure out what to focus on and, and what to do and not to do. That's, that's where I'm feeling. And intensity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, five, six. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think the only emotion I'm, I'm really sensing is anxious, and that would be on a scale of maybe two, two and a half. Uh, just, I'd like for it to end and for life to get somewhat back to normal for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I know it's going to be a while for that, but it leaves some sense of normalcy. Mm. Okay, thank you guys for sharing. So um, Leona and I are next in the grid. So um, feelings I'm dealing with, um, a little bit of apprehension. Uh, and that, that comes from, I know that it will end and, and then I will, you know, and I know that we will get into, um, we will go back to work, but the apprehension is based on what the world will look like on the other side of this, because um, I know that some companies will not make it through. I know that some employ employers, employees will not make it through. And so, uh, so the, there's that. And then I would say that um, that feeling is probably on a scale of one to 10 is probably somewhere at about a six, maybe six to seven. So, um I think what I want to share is probably a feeling that most surprised me uh, this week. I was um, with a group of people um, that I helped and I started feeling anxious. Like all of a sudden it just hit me like um, it, it, it hit me pretty hard. Um, and so um, I'm since then that was, I don't know what day of the week it was. I think it was Thursday. Um, so since then, uh, I have been able to kind of battle it. And at the time, it was probably about a nine. And uh, now my anxiety is probably about a three. Uh, just I come in and out of it, but it's about a three. Um, and the anxiety has... Uh, more to do with remembering times when I wasn't able to breathe. And so literally knowing that that's one of the symptoms of this thing um, mm -hmm. is where mine is coming from. Um, so I'm in. Okay, um, Ron and Sue Oliver, you're next guys. <clears throat> Okay. Um, I've been uh, calm and relaxed. Amen. Um, a lot of that is because I, I have been given the privilege of being able to work from home. Mm. So I don't have an anxiousness about money. 
Um, and then also I've been sleeping a lot more because of being able to sleep in. Um, and I've been getting outside and walking. And um, so, yeah, I've been, uh, oh, on a scale, I would say uh, relaxed, probably seven or eight. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, probably about seven also. Mm. Awesome. That's good. Thank you. My two are overwhelmed and sorrowful. Mm. Uh, kind of overwhelmed because of, you know, being 60 years old. I'm right there at the door. Um, I, I know that all I have to do is put my trust in the Lord and it, it, he'll take it away. But just the overwhelmness of, of the whole situation. Mm -hmm. And then also sorrowful. Uh, I, I really, you know, you, you see the homeless people out there, they have no protection. Mm -hmm. You can't just stay in a house. They're, they're, they're out there. So, I mean, that's, that's bad. That's mm -hmm. sad. So, from one to, they're both like nines. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for sharing, Ron. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Candace and Walter. Candace here. Um, probably. Oh, sorry, Candace. Not, we have another Candace on. So oh, we'll oh. get to you uh, later, oh. Candace. But we're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a C A N D A C E. Exactly. So right now we're speaking to C A N D I C E. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, though. Okay. Um. Good afternoon, everyone. Pardon me because I've been eating. Uh, or just oh, you're fine. All right. Um, first word that comes to mind for me is actually um, cooperation or cooperative. Mm -hmm. um, just establishing a new normal at home for Walter and I. Mm -hmm. um, Walter works a lot traditionally outside of the home all throughout the week, late nights, and for him to have the privilege of working from home um, and being home much more is allowed us to establish um, just greater sharing of space and routine. And we keep very different schedules. Mm -hmm. So that's presented um, a unique dynamic um, but just trying to be cooperative and uh, patient with one another. So intensity, I would say closer to like a seven and a half, maybe eight. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Hey, Walter, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Um, so, so for me, I would say um, it's been, um, I, I, I like the, I like the word relaxed, um, but also I, I think I just feel like um um, I feel a little like um, excited at the opportunity to work from home because mm -hmm. it's something that I really push for for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I, I tend to not have very much like time, free time. But, uh, you know, for me, working from home means that I use my commute is probably about 45 minutes to an hour each way. Right. And then I take about 30 minutes in the morning to get ready, 30 minutes mm -hmm. to an hour to get ready. So. I get about two and a half hours back in my day every every day to kind of, you know, either read a book, write down what I'm grateful for in the morning, mm -hmm. do a little bit of exercise, go for a morning walk. There's all these things that like just bring a lot of, you know, positive things to my right. life that I get to experience for the first time. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm, I'm really just grateful for that experience. Um, but then the other side is um, I kind of feel um, a little bit, uh, a little sad for like what, what the potential could be uh, in the future for some people. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't been uh, directly affected or I don't know anyone who's been directly affected by any of the changes that we're, that we're seeing, but um, I, you know, I, I just think that, that it might happen. And so for me, uh, I'm, I'm a very like uh, giving and, and, and caring spirit. So I want to just make sure that if it does happen, that I'm in a position to where if anybody around me is affected, I can try to, lessen the impact or mm -hmm. dampen the impact or just try to be that resource where I can be for them. So um, for me, I think about probably a five or a six for the intensity. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. your sharing. Victoria 
And my friend Brian, you're next. Our lovely Irishman. <laughs> Hi. Um, well, I guess for me, it's about, um, well, earlier in the week, I was super anxious. <laughs> but now I'm just kind of focused about, you know, because um, the Lord has told us some things to get our house in order to um, my word for this year's reflection. And so, like, now it seems like I'm forced to have that time to do so, right? Where before I was running around doing everything now things have just sort of slowed down a little bit and we're able to actually focus on those things so focus probably about uh, seven or eight i'm pretty focused getting it done okay. and, um, and at the same time i see like what's happening and i'm kind of anxious about how the dominoes are going to fall because mm -hmm. this is going to create some kind of domino effect mm -hmm. and I wonder what life will be like on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, intensity. Um, you know, I know that God's got it all under control. So whatever it is, I'm not I'm probably about three or four. So I'm not super okay. anxious about it, but at okay. the same time, you know, okay. All right. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Brian. Oh, me, I, it, it, it really hasn't affected me. And, but I see people that it has and, and, and the word I have is hope. Okay. Because I know that, you know, this didn't surprise God. Mm -hmm. And I know that he's going to work it for his glory. Mm -hmm. And like, I want to see on the other side, and how, how that happens and how it works out. Okay. Uh, for me, it hasn't affected my work. I'm still working, so and doing more at the house. So I'm just I'm just watching it all, kind of just kicking back and just seeing what's going on around me. Hmm. Okay. You know. Okay. That's the way. I mean, I that's the way I feel about it. Okay. And your intensity of hope uh, for hope. What's your intensity level on a scale from one to ten? Oh, it's about a nine or ten, right around nice. there. Okay. Amazon. Awesome. Okay. Johnny and Renee. Um, I'm hi. I'm I'm actually kind of right there with Brian. Mine's have been hopeful. And when you first asked the question, that's what I wrote down. Can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, mine's is hopeful. Um I too have been working from home um, and it's been lovely because I commute every day and I really don't like it. <laughs> so it's really been a blessing on the flip side for me and my husband hooked me up a little workspace. You know, I usually have it when I work from home some days, but I literally have a workspace right now. So <laughs> got a couple of Zoom meetings coming up and I'm excited about um, continuing working from home. And so I'm claiming it by faith. <laughs> So yeah, some home projects have happened. Um, just being here, kind of been relaxed. Um, haven't gotten to exercise more like I need to and want to. Um, and some of the good things have come out of it, you know, just about what's going on. I see the homeless, I see some of the issues that are going on, but um, my child has been, you know, asking about scriptures and asking things. So it's pulling things out to have those crucial conversations with her. So that's... Yes. That's very hopeful, you know, and a blessing to even, you know, have those conversations. And yeah, I'm, I'm we're here, and I'm grateful. And the intensity of my hope is about a nine or ten. Okay. I know God is gonna, you know, He's working all things for the good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, Johnny. Mine will be uh, anxious and hopeful. Okay. Anxious is. Uh, because like Ron, I want this to be over with as well. Uh, and uh, the, the hopeful part is that, uh, like Renee said, just, just the, to, to hear Ramaya come on with a scripture, uh, talked about the scripture where it talks about, uh, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. Mm -hmm. and, and, and turn from their wicked ways. Uh, it got us into a discussion 
And uh, I'm hopeful that it's not only doing it, that God is not only uh, working through that through like where my, I believe he's working that through us as a nation mm -hmm. uh, to come back to, to him because uh, these things, uh, but that the hopeful part is that it's not one of those events like the 9-11, right? Then we get back out of it after God releases it mm -hmm. or bring it back to uh, normalcy. Yeah, back, back to normalcy. Mm -hmm. And the hopeful part is that he will uh, uh, just allow these things that, that it, it will draw us to him even the more. And on the anxiety, uh, it's, uh, it's high. <laughs> it's probably a nine. Okay. A hopeful is right there as well, because I believe that God, uh, uh, he said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. So I'm hopeful that in this, in this, that we, I know me, when I draw the circle around myself as an individual, I, I understand that there's times that I, I probably take things for granted mm -hmm. and that God uh, will uh, open us up as a, as a people to really know that uh, he loves us enough to allow these things to happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate it. So Candace with an A, are you still there? I am. Okay. Uh, what's on your heart, ma'am? Um, well, I am actually retired, so I'm kind of used to not having to go to work, but I was in the process of looking for part-time employment because retirement okay. isn't enough. So kind of put that on the shelf for a bit. Um, but I would say it's been good because I've watched a lot of things I wouldn't normally watch. I've read a lot of books, so, you know, a lot of stuff that's forced me to stay home. Um, uh, there's a distancing between the families, my, my grandkids and myself. Mm -hmm. And, um, during this time I was around them and ended up with strep throat. So it's been good to be home, but it's hard to get to a doctor. So, um, those kind of things are limiting, but, um, a little bit, uh, isolatory feeling I'd say, Okay. but hopeful. Hopeful okay. that things are going to turn for the better and that mm -hmm. the Lord has got us in his hand. Mm -hmm. So um, as a scale, I don't, I don't really know how to put it on a scale, mm -hmm. but I'm always hopeful. So okay. maybe like a eight or nine. Okay. Like that. That's awesome. What's the isolation feeling like, though, on a scale from one to well, ten, ten being the strongest? Oh, probably isolation would be like nine because... Okay. I like being social <laughs> and taking in all of this knowledge. I've been watching a lot of speakers and stuff and there's no outlet to let it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I would say something like that, Okay, but it's, it's not much different than my normal. I just uh, don't know what to do about medical appointments. I have mm -hmm. a few lined up and I don't know. You know, if those are still to be attended or not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's probably my only real concern. And, uh, you know, supplies, I have to probably go out and purchase stuff. But I'm over over 70, so I'm going to be able to go in it early in the morning <laughs> right. to right. certain stores, you know. Right. So it's not that, uh, it's not totally limiting because there is still grocery stores out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, things like that. Well, definitely let us know if there's any way that we can help you. Okay. Uh, in that in that situation. Because um you got a lot of people that will kind of come around you and help you with some of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So far. So far pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Miss Candace. Okay. Mm -hmm. It is the Kindles, Anne and David. Here. <laughs> no, and the kids want you to know they're all the kids. Yeah, they're <laughs> and the kids. Sorry, how can we forget the kids? And the dog. And the and dog. The dog. Sorry. And the dog. We want to know what the dog's feelings are and the intensity of his feelings. Uh, you know, dogs are 
loving it because they have 24 seven entertainment at this point. So everybody's home and they have not been locked up in over a week. So they're excited. Okay. Good. So on a scale of one to 10, probably a 10 on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, this, this last week has been, I think the major feeling would be unsettled. Okay. Um, I'm used to going to the office every day. I am still able to work, so I'm grateful for that. Um, but I've moved my, my home office three times to try to figure out best location and everything else. So I'm feeling unsettled on that. Um, probably about a seven. Okay. Um, I'm not sure how to describe it. It's weird because it's, for Dave and I, things are kind of the same. Uh, you know, we're not missing any pay. We're not missing really much work. Just it's reorganized a little different. So that's, I think, where a lot of the unsettling is coming from. Because it feels like it should be normal, but it's not. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the kids are around a lot more, which is, I've been really grateful for that. Um, you know, yeah, Taylor and Brielle have, have broken the quarantine. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Busted! <laughs> They're over here on the couch with us. Um, Mom squealed, you, squealed on you guys. She so ratted on you. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, yeah, it's been nice to uh, have them over here. Say hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, you know, so we're, I'm grateful to still be able to have the family time. And for that, I would say is a 10 to be able to spend some time with them. So I guess it's just trying to figure out what it looks like because it's, it is just kind of unsettling, mm. I guess is really the only word I can put onto it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Ann, for sharing. Yeah, Maybe. for me, it's um, work is very, uh, I think I feel very scattered. Um, work is still very uncertain. Um, CDC has made it very clear that parks are part of their plan as far as people staying healthy and active. And as a result, the parks are just getting slaughtered. Um, there are people everywhere. And then at the same time, they're cutting staff back to try and keep people away um, or to protect staff from any additional exposure. Um, so it's been really weird. Uh, I ended up working yesterday, as you guys, some of you guys know, which is not normal for me. Um, I actually go in right now only two days a week to the office, but I've been on phone calls and conference calls and text conversations with my crew and my bosses every day. So it kind of feels like you're working every day. Um, so if I think for me, it's um, very scattered, um, very uncertain. Um, and that's probably a, an eight or a nine. Mm -hmm. um, on most days uh, because there's just so much we don't know. Um, there are now reports out that they're going to close the parks again, and that's just going to bring more chaos. So I, it's really a weird time for, for me for work. Um, I have been able to be home a little bit more and relax in that sense. Um, but there's still quite a bit of um, turmoil going on and lack of ability to relax in me um and yeah i would say that's eight or nine for me okay okay any other kids want to share something do you guys want to you guys, guys want to share? share no what are we sharing <laughs> yeah they're paying real attention no. okay no worries if no, they don't okay. want to it's all right We're not if you guys, make them. yeah if you guys don't want to it's all right okay. hold on Zach said he'll share. He's just still in his PJs. So that's fine. Hi, Zach. Hi, Put PJs. Taxes in my PJs. Yes. <laughs> we had a big breakfast and everything. I'm doing good. Work is still going because we're able to keep that social distancing up. Um, so the closest person to me is usually like 80, 100 feet away. Um, but yeah, doing good. Paramedic school has been postponed until further notice, which is kind of a bummer, but also a relief at the same time. Um, What's your major feeling right now? 
Made you feel like I feel good. I, mostly because I filed my taxes and got 2000 bucks back. So, uh, <laughs> okay, so... Old. We got full lunch because of that. Now. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what do you say? He's buying lunch. <laughs> <laughs> for, all, for all of us. Can you actually do that right now? Uh, but, no, I'm feeling good. Um, I mean, I just think it's going to be another wave that you just have to get through. So, okay. Yeah. Brittany, how are you feeling? <laughs> oh. She's doing homework. She's shaking her head no. She's, okay. she's doing, home she's doing okay. homework. <laughs> okay. All right. So just tell Zach we let him off the hook because he knows in relational care, good is not a feeling. Oh, what's your feeling? Okay, I'm feeling relaxed. He's feeling uh, relaxed. Okay. Feel of one to ten. Okay. How intense is your relaxed oh, feeling? Like a nine, probably. <laughs> yeah. he, looks, about he, a looks nine. Like a, he looks like a nine. Okay, thank Pool you. Pool was postponed, so he's feeling pretty relaxed. Okay, yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, thank all you guys for 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 sharing. Um, we, we really appreciate that. And, and one thing about what we're feeling, um, we're feeling what we're feeling, okay? And it's, and it's okay to feel what we're feeling. Um, we're all in different places. We, we all come from different backgrounds. We're all in different places in our walk. And so it's okay to feel what we're feeling. And so, because you could tell our, our feelings ran the spectrum. Everything from being very relaxed to anxiety, um, from, uh, from hopeful, you know, we've got intensities from two to 10. So um, just in this sharing, it's, it's just, um, it's okay to feel what it is you're feeling. Um, so we really appreciate what, you know, what you guys have shared. Um, Leona and I would like to share a couple of things with you guys, um, just from the standpoint of fear, because even though none of us have really come out and said, you know, I'm, I'm feeling afraid. Um, and I know that that wasn't one of one of the things that I shared, but a lot of times those anxieties and those uncertainties and different things like that do have an element of fear to them. Um, and also it's hard not to have some kind of fear when everybody around you and everything around you and media 24-7 um, is just everybody's afraid, afraid of unknown, afraid of catching the virus, afraid of this, afraid of that. Um, do you want to share something? Um, just, just wanted to say, yeah, definitely anxiety is a form of fear. Mm -hmm. um, and you may not be feeling it at all. Right. We're not trying to put it on We're not trying to impose anything to, on you. Um, but recognizing that there are people that are in our in our sphere, family members who may at times experience that, um, friends who may at times experience that. And sometimes it's not even about the illness itself. Sometimes it is related to um, some of what you guys have brought out, which is, you know, what is this, what is our world going to look like, you know, after um, we've kind of dealt with this. So um, we wanted to just share some steps of things that we can do when we're dealing with that now. Is that okay with everyone or you yep. would rather go someplace else? That's good. Okay, so um, one of the things I want to share with you guys uh, just this morning as I was kind of um, thinking about this this whole idea of what's going on with people and the, the fear and, you know, there have been scriptures, you know, that have been given out and, and we've heard them all. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. Um, and so we've probably heard that infinitum since, we, since this has happened. Um, but one of the things that... Um, the Lord led me to this morning, and I'll just read it to you. It's, at, it's actually out of Joshua, the first chapter, um, and it's verses seven to nine. And so um, the context for this is that Moses now has just uh, passed away. And so now Joshua now um, has been uh, chosen by the Lord to go into the promised land, to take the promised land. So again, when you talk about 
talk about fear. You're talking about here's a young man, and now he has the nation of he's responsible to take the nation of Israel into the promised land, right? And so you can imagine at this point, you know, Abraham's gone, and God's like, okay, well, you're the guy, and you're like, what? I'm the guy? You got to be kidding me, right? And so God says some things to him that uh, I feel are very um, uh, encouraging for us today and would speak to us today in our, in our situation. And so um, Joshua, first chapter, and it starts in uh, verse 7. So God says to Joshua, be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may, you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this, book of the law, keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So when you hear that or when you hear um, some of our other scriptures that talk about fear and the word tells you to not be something that you are feeling. Um, I just want to ask, what is your reaction to that? Do you know how to not? Say again. Don't settle there. Say that again. Don't settle there. Don't settle there. Okay. It's so you take it as an instruction to not stop there. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, I think I agree with Renee. You know, um, Pastor brought out last week uh, 365 times, do not fear. You know, it, it's, it's inevitable that that type of emotion will rise up at one time or another for each of us mm -hmm. in different ways. Um, but when we're walking in his truth and we're walking in the foundation of his word, um, not living by the law of Moses anymore because we live Mm -hmm. in that plus mm -hmm. um yeah there's there's freedom not to get stuck there mm -hmm. yeah anybody else okay. all right so, so my question is how do you not get stuck there what if you find yourself there how do you get yourself out of it Talk with someone. Talk with someone. That's what Candace ACE said. And um, and take every thought into the captivity of Christ. Awesome. I was gonna. I was gonna say. I find myself getting caught in the fear of. I don't know. And every generation probably has the idea that oh, this is the end times. It's, we hear everyone joking about the end of the world because of this new virus and all the stuff that's gone on um, and all the extraordinary steps people are taking. Um, and I find myself kind of going back to different studies I've done in Revelation and, and, and whatnot. And so for me, I have to kind of retrain my mind to focus on what's in front of me um, and just trust and look back on the area in the times of my life where the Lord has carried me through things mm -hmm. and say, okay, well, he's protected me then he's taken care of me here. Mm -hmm. I can leave those things with him and I can just focus on what's in front of me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, I don't know, sometimes it's a hourly thing. Sometimes it's once a day I need to do that. But, um, and I think that changes uh, uh, as the day goes on. But. Um, that's what I do. Thank you. Thank you very much for sharing. Victoria. Yeah. Victoria. I think worship. Worship really helps me. Like, and it always has. Um, that scripture that Candace gave, the Second uh, uh, Corinthians 10.5, has been a, a scripture for me for a long time. But worship. Worship changes my whole attitude. It just changes my whole attitude. 
<laughs> so worship helps you take your thoughts captive to the obedience of Christ. Yes, yes. And put my focus elsewhere. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, one of the things... Oh, Sue. Oh, Sue, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I think one of the things that helps me when I'm having a feeling... <clears throat> like being afraid or anxious that I know that is um, there are scriptures about how I'm not supposed to be feeling that way. For me, it's hard for me just to say, okay, I can't feel that way. I have to feel this way. I have to get my feelings out somehow, either mm -hmm. by talking to a friend or by journaling, mm -hmm. asking the Lord, um, you know, what's the root of this? What, why do I really feel you know, if it's anxious or whatever, um, you know, is that, and for me, before I can renew my mind or stand on a scripture, I have to be able to feel like I've been heard by the Lord of why I feel that way. Yeah. I don't, like, I really dislike someone telling me, Oh, you know, you have to have faith. You're worrying. That's, that's, um, you shouldn't worry, you should have faith. And I have to be able to process through and once I feel like I've been heard by the Lord, he understands me, <clears throat> then I then I ask him to help me to stand on his word, to stand on that scripture that's commanding me to do something opposite of what I feel, then I really need empowerment from the Holy Spirit to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Good, Jean. Yeah, thank I just, you, Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm just, in, in all of these things, the first thing that came to my mind is also, um, we overcome by the word of our testimony. Mm -hmm. And I think of all of the Psalms that David wrote, where he poured out his heart. Mm -hmm. um, but always ended with gratitude and the truth of who God is. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where the overcoming part comes. It's, it's not a, a denial of what we're experiencing, but a working through and landing on the foundation of truth. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I think one of the things um, in that scripture that I read from Joshua one of the things that, that, that was impressive to me is that even though it's an Old Testament verse, when, uh, when God says in 1.8, keep this book of the law, right? Um, to me, what he's talking about as, as New Testament Christians is he's talking about the word of God. You know, keep scripture before you. Keep that, meditate on it day and, and night. Let it be coming out of your mouth, right? Um, and so that was, that was one of the things that God encouraged him with because he knew that that was his power to stand, right? Our power to stand is not in, you know, whatever, whatever the thing is of the day or whatever we can come up with in our own mind. It's the scriptures that we have put our faith and we put our hope in, but that's the thing that we stand on. Um, it, when we're looking for courage and when we're looking for hope and when we're looking for power. I think it's um, also, as uh, Sue called out, that it, we have to get the feelings out there. Um, and, and part of our testimony, as Jean referred to it, is, is getting our feeling out there, but again, as everyone has said, you know, uh, not remaining there as Renee used that language, not remaining there, recognizing that, no, I'm not going to stop there. Um, Joyce Meyer always says, you know, you have to have, um, you have to have uh, come through the test so that you don't just have the monies. So you, you either have the monies or you have a testimony. So, <laughs> and, and I, I really like that picture because it's easy when we're overwhelmed by whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be anxiety. It doesn't have to be fear. It could be, you know, we could be angry, you know, irritated because, you know, we, 
we're being asked or being put in a position that is so different from our regular schedule, um, or we may be asked to take, um, to, to be late, we may be late, laid off. We may be asked to take time off work and we don't have any vacation or PTO either saved up or even available through our jobs. And everything is off, right? And whatever it is we're feeling, we're, we're having that feeling, but are we able to ask the Lord to help us to identify what that feeling is? And as Jean pointed out, uh, as, as David did an example in Psalm 142, are we able and willing to put it out there before the Lord unfiltered? Dear God, I am feeling like, you know, horrible. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling abandoned. I'm feeling rejected. I'm feeling anxious. Or I'm feeling hopeful. I'm feeling loved. I'm feeling comforted. I'm feeling, I'm feeling challenged because now I have to cooperate. And I'm picking on you, Candice and Walter. Now I have to learn how to cooperate in my household where that hasn't been an issue. It just hasn't been an issue. It hasn't come up before. So I'm feeling stretched. You know, are we able to go before him and just lay it out there for him? Um, and, and then as David must have, I can only imagine, uh, because of the way the scriptures flow through the Psalms, that David heard from the Lord and was able to identify that um, the Lord was speaking comfort to him, right? And he journaled that. That's how we have the Psalms. Um, and so it, it, is it is important for us to recognize that. And, and while, um, yes, Ron. Ron Oliver, sorry. Okay, the feeling of fear is the same thing that I had when this first started. I mean, they were telling you, you gotta be six feet apart, away from each other. I'm getting people only six feet away from me in my car. Right. So I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to keep driving or am I going to get sick or what am I supposed to do? And I was very, you know, like very emotional about it. Beautiful wife goes, give it to the Lord. Gave it to God. Then I have a feeling of peace over me now. Mm -hmm. uh, the family storage company, I'm going over there doing small things. So I'm staying busy and I'm, I'm still getting paid a little bit because I don't get nothing from Uber. I don't get anything from unemployment or none of that. Mm -hmm. I am hoping, not hoping, I am thinking that if they do this a martial law to work, we have to stay where we're at. She said, I might be able to go on unemployment. That would even be better. Less I have to worry about. Just give it to God. Yeah. Yeah. Build the peace. Yeah. Brian? Yeah, I was, uh, when I, I remember when I was a younger person, you know, starting from a young age, when I had fear, I had to learn, I was taught to learn to fight through it myself. Yeah. And, and, and it was all relied on me on how, how that happened to, to beat the fear. Right. But now, as I'm older, when I'm in those life-threatening places or whatever, I learn to give it to God and to, and to just let him handle it because I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing about my situation around me or whatever, and I've just learned to give it to God. That way, it's not me doing it because me doing it's a totally different way, and it's, it just doesn't, doesn't work all the time. Mm -hmm. Johnny, you had something? Yeah, I. Uh, it's sort of what Gene was saying. I, I think that for me, it's uh, it's really uh, going back to the memorials, and what mm -hmm. I mean by memorials is what God has done before mm -hmm. in, in situations that were dire, whether it was in Mirinay's relationship or just me as an individual, and how God. Uh, uh, once I think like Leona said, you know, I, there's times where, you know, I shared that where I thought it was not okay to go to God mad or mm -hmm. to go to God with my fear or, or you know, you had to uh, 
go to God in faith and, and, and things and just being who who you are and going to God and realizing that uh a lot of times he already know where we are mm-hmm. and when it says confess that's not for God it's for me to really hear myself mm-hmm. but but to be able to go back and grasp uh, some of uh, the memorials and the things that God has brought me to before helps me to uh, not stay there, as Renee said, mm-hmm. not stay in that in that place. Because, I mean, Renee, you know, lately she wants me to stay home, but I'm in a position to where I can work. And, you know, I'm not going to shiver and not go out because, because uh, of fear. Uh, I, I will use wisdom, but I think for me, it's really being able to grasp to where God has brought me from, the things he brought me through, mm-hmm. helped me with that. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that, Johnny. And I think that that's, um, as we kind of get ready to wrap things up, I think that um, that's really important because one of the things that I experienced when this happened, um, I went to work on Monday and you know, with basically the way things were. And I remember my employer coming out and saying, um, this thing may be sheltered in place and we may have to close. And within two to three hours, um, basically everybody had to go home. And so we, you know, we are not, uh, we're non-essential manufacturers. So, so basically we all went home and, um, we're union workers, so being union, we don't necessarily have, we have, we have some perks that non-union workers don't have, but one of the things we don't have is we don't have like a lot of PTO and sick days and all that stuff. So many of those guys, many of us went home and that was the end of our paychecks. Um, and so, you know, coming home that day, I was full of a lot of fear and anxiety because it caught me by surprise and I did not, I didn't like the feeling, you know, nobody likes a feeling from going from, you know, money to no money. And, you know, yes, we've got savings and different things like that, but that's, you know, that's different when you don't have any money. And so the Lord had to remind me that remember all the difficult times that you had and you and I brought you through those. So if I know how to bring you through those, I know how to bring you through this. And so the 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 um, question then was, okay, well, what's my responsibility at that point? Okay, because God has made the statement of what He's done. Then what's my responsibility? And my responsibility is to have faith in him, to trust him, and to fear not. And, um, you know, just being real, you know, we're real, um, that it ebbs and flows. You know, I get up some days and I feel like I could chop down mountains. And I get up some other days and I feel like the mountain's falling on me. So, um, and, but what do you do with that? You know, because that's the reality of life. That's the reality of faith. I know we like to talk, you know, we talk about, oh, we're always here, but we're not always there. There are moments of doubt and there's moments of insecurity and there's moments that, you know, like Victoria says, you know, we have to go to worship. We have to go to the word. We have to look at the word. We have to look at the promises of God and say, okay, Thank you, God, for reminding me because I was in that place where maybe I had forgotten or fear had overcome me. And so um, uh, I appreciate everything that you guys have, have, have shared. And hopefully that this has really been um, helpful to all of you to just be in community and be able to hear other people's hearts and to be able to hear where other people are because it is in the coming together and the encouragement and hearing of others that we all and knowing that we are all in this together helps us to walk through because we know that we're not walking through this alone. Um, a couple of things, Leona and I have a couple of things that we want to get to you guys. Um, do we have all their emails? Everybody's on the screen. Okay. 
So what we need to do is if we don't have your email, okay, we probably at least have your number. So how do we get in touch with all these people? Would you put your email address? Yes, uh, exactly. Chat your email addresses to us, please. Okay, so some of you, yeah, some of you know that we have your information, um, but those that we may not, please send it to us. We have a couple of um, we have a couple of things that we would just like to send to you guys um, that we would like you guys to have just to uh, just for your own further. Oh, Say it again. Sorry. Uh, we just want to send you some things that for your own edification and just study and just to be encouraged. Um, so, but one of the things um, that I just want to sort of say in closing, some steps, some practical steps to overcoming fears. And, um, and these will be in the notes that we'll send you guys. But one of them, um, is identifying your feelings and fears. What is it that you're really afraid of? So those times when you fear fear coming, what is it that you really are afraid of when you feel that happen, if you happen to feel that? Uh, the other thing is, what what is the root of your fears? Are they buried in your past? Fear of the unknown, not having enough food to eat, becoming homeless, etc. cetera. Uh, I think that's really important from the standpoint of I think what Sue even talked about from the standpoint of, um, you know, being able to go to God and being honest with God about where you are. And then again, what is the truth? Many times fears are not based in reality. They're not based in fact. So specifically, what is, it, uh, what is the truth of who God is? What is the truth of who you have been created to be in him? Uh, are some are some very essential truths to know to help combat fear, and then um, will you choose to stand? Uh, will you choose to stand in faith and on the word of God instead of worldly fear around you? Okay, and those are choices that we have to make when we get to those places. Um, if we do, praise God. If you don't. Um, you can still you can still continue to encourage yourself and continue to um, continue to do those things that continue to build your faith. But when you get to those places, what are some practical things that you can do? And then in the in the notes that we'll send you, um, you'll also see um, you'll see how to have faith in the midst of fear, because um, again, in this time. A lot of times this, this exposes things in us in terms of where we are. And it's not to be, there's no condemnation in that. But what it is, is it's just a check of, okay, God, where is it that I really am? Okay. Any words, any, um, anything that anyone would like to say? before we close in prayer? Any observations, anything? Anything that's on your heart? David. Um, I just wanna thank everyone for coming. Um, it, I didn't realize how much I missed getting to see everybody. And so um, getting to, See all your faces and hear your voices was uh, very comforting. So thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. You're Ditto. very welcome. Ditto. 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 Agreed for sure. <laughs> I, for some reason, I brought to the scripture where Terah, which was Abraham's father, mm -hmm. scripture says he was going to Canaan. Mm -hmm which is where Abraham actually finally went to. That was the promised land. Mm -hmm. Terah was going to Canaan, but he stopped and he settled. 
And the word I'm hearing is that we cannot allow this to detour us from the trajectory God had us on. Mm-hmm. We don't want to settle. We don't want to be thrown so far off course that we fail to realize what God has in store for us and we stop. Mm-hmm. We have to continue to finish that path, complete that path, because as much as I love my son, I don't want him fulfilling my destiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Amen. That's a good word. That's yeah. a good word, Ron. Thank you. Um, anybody else? Confirmation. Accelerate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll share a scripture in closing. Yeah. Sure. So I went to go grab my notebook, and this is the scripture that I had captured on the 12th. So actually March 12th. So a little, um, a few days back, and I believe God was preparing my heart. And it's Isaiah 26, 3. And it's, uh, it reads, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusts in you. So mm-hmm. I hope that's encouraging word for us this week. Yeah. Amen. That's, that's a good yeah. word. Candace with an eye. Um, I I've been looking so forward to this meeting today and one of the things that I have really really missed the connecting with other people getting together with friends and walking um, really miss that and so I've been trying to intentionally call people, text, email, reach out, but it, it's just not the same as face-to-face. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, I just really appreciate this. So it's been good. Okay. Amen. Just to add to that, um, I agree with you, and I've done a lot more communication via text and all that, but having done a number of Zoom meetings within the last few days, um, I think it's time I'm going to use my Facebook Messenger more, my WhatsApp more, um, and, and literally connect face to face with people. Mm-hmm. I think being able to see other people yeah. makes yeah. a big difference. Yeah, yeah it does. The apples, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why. That's why you need Apple so you can FaceTime. I, I love my droids. <laughs> I love my droids. Droids. WhatsApp and FaceTime works good. <laughs> oh, boy. Although, admittedly i can facetime on my macro <laughs> there you go all right all right well we just want to say we love you guys um and just really appreciate this um and then um if you guys are agreeable we can meet next next week at this time yeah and yeah definitely just, you know continue to Sounds just great. uh see what the Lord says and encourage each other. And, um, you know, scripture says that that laughter is like a medicine for the heart, you know, and, you know, we've been able to come on and we've been able to share feelings. We've been able to laugh and goof around and joke. And I think that it just makes the heart feel just so much better. So I just really appreciate you guys. And uh, so we'll meet again um, one o'clock next Sunday. And, uh, you know, we won't have an agenda. We'll just see whatever whatever the Lord puts on your heart. And I think that next week, um, the Lord shares something with you during the week that you think that might help to encourage and edify the group and just to continue to motivate us on to be the people that God has called us to be. Then uh, let's bring it to the table. You know, let's bring it to the table and let's share with each other and uh, let's enjoy the fellowship amongst each other. You sound good? Yeah. Hopefully I'll have more energy. Hopefully you have more energy. Okay. Well, we'll pray we that you have more out the bathroom yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to wear that dust, that mask. Yeah. Right, but we yeah. found some things. So good we went back down in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All things is working together for good. <laughs> yeah. I understand. And I, I just like to say you guys are such a beautiful group of people. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we think you're beautiful too, Ron. <laughs> I have an idea. Um, I was wondering if maybe um, I could email prayer requests 
Um, I think I have everybody's email. I was just thinking about that. Okay. Yeah. And others, of course, can join in with. Sure. Sure. Yeah. No, that's that's great. That's good. That's good. All right. I'm gonna ask my beautiful wife to pray us out, and then um, we'll pray. All of you will have a blessed day and blessed week. Father, we just thank you so much for each and every individual who has joined, uh, Father, today by Zoom for relational care. We know, Lord God, where two or more are gathered, you are present in our midst. So just as you are very present and very real right here uh, with Joseph and I, you are right there with Candace with an A. You are completely enveloped and involved in what's going on with her. And you are ready, Lord God, to release healing, Lord God, and wisdom for the appointments, Lord God, that she has coming up that she's not sure how to deal with. You are right there, Lord God, with David and Anne. You are there, Lord God, with Victoria and Brian. You are there, Lord God, with Candace with an I and, and, and her husband, Walter. And you are there, Lord God, with Johnny and Renee and Ron and Sue and, and, and uh, Ron and Jean, Lord God. You are right here with each and every single one of us. There is not one of us, Lord God, that is hidden from you, God. You know everything, Lord God, that is on our hearts, God. You know, Lord God, how we love you. You know, Lord God, how we are concerned, how, Lord God, even, Father, people that we don't know, like the homeless, Lord God, are on our heart. You're the same God who has visited us with calm and with, with relaxation. You're the same God who has given us the ability to be cooperative one with another. You're the same God, Lord, who has released anxiety from us, Lord God, because you've shown us how to turn to you or how to worship, Lord God, in the midst of that. Father, how to break the back of the spirit of fear in our lives. You are God who is for us and never, ever, ever against us. You are God, our deliverer, God, our healer, God, our sustainer, God, our provider. You are God who makes a way where there seems to be no way because we just can't see it, God. You are discerning God who gives us, Lord God, what to do in the next step or even shows us the scripture a week in advance of something happening, such as Isaiah 26, Lord God. You are that same God. And so we lift you high. We declare you are glorious and altogether wonderful, lovely and amazing. You are our counselor. You are our soon coming king. And you are the one who holds us in the palm of your hands. So Father, we are so grateful to you that you are with us and you have been right here in the midst of this gathering, in the midst of this fellowship, giving us comfort and encouragement, settling our hearts, Lord God, and putting us, Lord God, on a new schedule, God. Father, a schedule that has to do with what we need to be doing right now. So, Lord, we just yield to you. We, as we confess you as king, we yield to you. We come under God. We are submitted to you. And, Father, we just declare our love for you. And we say Thank you that we were able to meet one with another today. Lord, I say thank you, Lord, that you are with each and every individual. I say thank you, God, for giving them what they have need of for today. Thank you, God, that you, Lord God, will call them to rest, Lord God, and abide in that secret place, God, and that you watch over them and those they love, those they care for. In the name of Jesus, we pray, God, that you keep each and every one of us safe until we meet again in your powerful name amen amen amen, amen. all right Thank love you. you guys we will say you guys, guys. Love bye you. guys bye bye, bye kids bye. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys bye bye, -bye. bye.